0: What's up, nightly musers? It's your host, Tanaya One day, I literally can't wait for the episode where my mouth doesn't hurt anymore and I don't have to talk about it. It's getting better. I've added gargling salt water to the regiment, and it still sucks, but we're making it. I'm also supposed to be driving to Florida soon, so... Gonna have to try to make this one quick, but I'm still in Leviticus. It's the Leviticus Chronicles right now in my Bible reading. Man, Leviticus is a tough read, yo. I mean, the other day I was in Leviticus 14, which I'm pretty sure is like cleansing, cleansing like guidelines for lepers people that have leprosy it's like a skin disease that i believe is contagious because you have to quarantine for a while and then the priest has to deem you ceremonially ceremonially clean again or something like that it's a lot of stuff and heavy on ritual heavy on order and structure the book itself and no offense to the author, God, but it is one of the driest books I've ever read in the Bible. And it's literally, I remember in eighth grade in health class, we were doing this thing where we had to like make a goal and we had a certain time frame to get it done. And like that was our grade it was in part our ability to get the job done and like our like ability to like just, you know, write about it and do like um, like a, I guess like a recap on how it went. And like what we learned and all this stuff. So Christian school, my goal was I'm going to read the Pentateuch, the the first five books of the Bible. Pentateuch, right? I believe that's that's right. I could be wrong, but I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to read the first five books of the Bible within that time frame. My teacher, Coach Ross, was like, are you sure? That's a pretty lofty goal. And I was like, I got this. So I'm crushing it. I had a goal, like I had my books that I had to read per day, killing the game. It was actually a lot of fun um, at first. And then I hit Leviticus. Boy. Tough. I don't even know if I made it to Numbers, because Numbers is just a census. But I might have finished Leviticus, and then it was like Numbers just beat the crap out of me. But it might have been the combo of the two. And... My gosh, didn't meet the goal, which affected my grade, but it was a funny story because it literally beat the brakes off of me, dude. I was <laughs> this little confident eighth grader thinking that he knew what he was doing. This this book series was like, bro, you haven't read me yet, boy. Genesis and Exodus is easy. <laughs> Leviticus and Numbers is where the men are made. <laughs> and so... I'm in this Bible reading thing where I'm supposed to read the Bible and there's a timeline for it, but I'm not following the timeline. I'm just trying to... I I want to know for a fact that I've read the entire Bible cover to cover. And so that's what I'm doing. And (laughs) it's been an interesting journey, but Leviticus is beating the crap out of me right now. And one of the things that I'm learning... I've literally had to like, I've had to try to, there's a there's a scripture that we're actually teaching on on Sunday, which if you go to my church, this will date when I actually record this episode, but um, 2 Timothy, I just said 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 3, I believe it's Verse. Forgive the tapping. That's my phone. Second Timothy. Three. Seventeen. No, Second Timothy. Second Timothy. Oh my gosh. Second Timothy three. I first said Second Timothy, 3, which was kind of funny. Second Timothy three verses sixteen through just 16. Well, 16 through 17, why not? All scripture is all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. <laughs> I remember mr davis's sophomore bible class we had to memorize that and there was this part of it that went that the man he would change them into little doodles that made it easier to remember and uh, (laughs) that was the part it was that the man i don't remember any of the song after that or before it but just that that the man part was always funny (laughs) Anyway, so I'm, I'm reading the scripture that says that all scripture, every part of it is useful for something. And I'm reading this book that I'm like, what is the point? And then when I get to numbers, I'm going to feel the same way, knowing that, yes, there is a point and like the head to the heart, right? My head knows that it's useful for all of those things, but my heart doesn't feel that way. And so what do I do with that? Right And so, I guess I'm learning right now I'm forcing myself to read something until I see it, knowing that I may not see it, but I, I will. I mean, to be honest, I had a conversation with my boss. Um, we have an interesting relationship because he's my boss, but it's at a church, so there's a lot of there's a lot of relational professional. Spiritual overlap, which can be a lot sometimes, but overall a good relationship. And we were talking about where I was in that reading and I was like, you know, it's, it hits different when you're reading a book about the law when you're in sin when you're understanding that God is a God of order and righteousness and that at a certain point in time doing something wrong could cost your life because of the relational dynamic between God and his people before Jesus. That approaching approaching the altar in an unholy fashion could cost you your life. And not to say that God was angrier or more vengeful or ruthless. Like, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But, you know, how would my life look different if I really felt like God was watching me when I sinned, when I went to pornography, when I struggled with masturbation, whatever it was? Like, what if I really believed that God was... They're disappointed, heartbreaking because of the choices that I'm making, but also a God that demands holiness, righteousness, and respect, and honor. What if I actually believed that? Because sometimes my actions show that I don't. And yeah, sometimes when you look in the Old Testament, it does look like they're afraid of God. Because God's powerful. And so there's a little healthy amount of fear, but He's also loving and caring and 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 kind and compassionate. And so I'm learning in Leviticus that maybe a book that is really about order and righteousness and purity and sanctification and repentance and atonement and all of these highfalutin biblical words (laughs) that it may be a little tough for me to swallow right now because of my brokenness. And it may be a little hard to approach because it's forcing me to think about God in a way that I'm not super comfortable thinking about him in. And so... If that resonates for anybody, I hope it does. Um, But for my people that, you know, reading the Bible feels like a little, a little bit more of a chore, one of the things that we've been talking about and, and that we're actually going to be talking about this week at church is like, we do a lot of self-negotiation when it comes to the things that really matter, whether it's going to the gym, eating right, sleeping right, <laughs> caring for people the way that we should, and spending time with God if you believe in that or come to believe in that one day, as Michael Flake says. We do a lot of negotiation, a lot of negotiation that ends up with us shortchanging the things that matter, and it only hurts ourselves more. It only hurts us in the end. But I think what I'm learning is... Rather than self-negotiate, just be honest with yourself. Hey, maybe you don't like reading. Find a bite-sized chunk that you can manage a day and read it until you can read more. Maybe you do like reading, but you're not really a fan of praying. Look up a prayer in the Bible and recite it until you feel like you've got words that you can say for yourself. Like, if you don't like going to the gym by yourself, find a buddy. It's what I did because my literal entire athletic life was structured for me and I did it in the team element. So I was totally used to taking care of myself and exercising with partners, with friends, with, with teammates. And when I got out of that box, out of that structure, out of that reference point whatever i realized that i don't really enjoy this if i'm not doing it with somebody else but then doing it with somebody else enough got me the confidence to be able to want to do it myself it's still hard it's a lot harder to do it myself but it allows me to get there similarly to what i was saying with the other episode about finding the baby step version the the easy low barrier of entry for you version to do so that when you get to the thing that you really, really want to do, but you're a little afraid of, it's less scary. And you're more prepared and you're more confident. And so, yeah, this is another one we're about, you know, we're talking about practice, but it is like, we always, you know, where is God? All of these questions, who is Jesus? Who is God really? Like, What does any of this stuff mean? And the one book, the one thing, the one avenue to actually get to know him and spend time with him tangibly is the Bible. That's the book that he gave us. And we are always looking for alternative ways to get it done. At least I am. I'm not going to speak for everybody else. And, you know, reading a book isn't always the sexy thing to do, but (laughs) man, right? Like, if I really believe that it's a living, breathing, active God himself, God-breathed, like, entity thing that has the power to change me by reading it, then why don't I do it enough? Why don't I do it more? And so I'm not trying to preach at you guys. I'm sorry if I came off as preachy, but this is really about me right now. Um You've gotta we've gotta I've gotta sometimes you just gotta do it. <laughs> Plain and simple. And the fake it till you make it mindset works sometimes. So you just gotta keep trying until it becomes something that you desire. And so Leviticus you're kicking my tail right now but I'm going to keep fighting because in there somewhere in there I've already experienced it to a degree but somewhere in there is something that's going to change my life because I have to believe that because apparently this book is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training up in righteousness so do those things (laughs) train me up cuz i'm ready and i want to see i want to see it i want to see god in what i'm reading and the good old book says it's possible so this is i guess an accountability update i'm still on leviticus it's gonna take me some time because it's gonna be a slow, slow burn. Um, but yeah, I feel like you know, biblical life updates, like where I'm at in my Bible reading plan, is is necessary, and it's good to to let y'all know that I'm I'm not just talking about these things to talk about them. These are things that are actively going on in my life. So I'm gonna go because I gotta to go to Florida, but. Nightly Musers, this is your host, Tanaya Shea. This is so much fun, and it's so cool to see that people are actually listening to this, so... Blessings. As the great Will Stamey says, drive fast, take chances, don't be useless. (laughs) 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 We'll have to unpack that another time. Peace out.